Lord, that's fine. This is fine. No, he'll be good on the podcast. She'll be good. <laughs> should we should we begin? Yeah. I was gonna say I'm Hannah and you immediately took a sip. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll hold the beer off. Oh, hi. I'm Hannah. Oh now she's snorting. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'm, wait, let's I'm back up. Back up. One. Ready? Okay. And this is Somebody's Gotta Know, a podcast where we have questions and somebody's gotta have answers with special guest Lucy the Boston Terrier, who thinks I smell so good right now. Lucy's doing so much sniffing. She's just going to sniff town. What is what? She just like dug her nose into my sleeve and went. She wants to tell you that she she can smell all the animals. All the animals. Um, so I was driving here today, and I already told you this, sort of, but I saw, like, I'm not exaggerating, 12 to 15 deer were just in the road, and they ran to somebody's yard, and then when they got in the yard, they all did that thing that deer do, and they mm. froze. Mm. And then I, like, stopped for a second and, like, awed at the deer that I see every single day. Yes, yes. And then I kept driving, and there was somebody walking, and I slowed down and rolled down my window, to tell her that there was a yard with 12 deer in it. Because, like, you see one or two at a time, but that many. Right. Seeing them all together like a family is exciting. She was not excited. She did not care. She, she didn't went, care? She went, oh, okay, thank you. I was like, hey. What? I went, hey, hey, there's a yard up there and there's, like, 12 deer just hanging out in it. That oh, was okay, her response? Thanks. I would have been like, yes, thank you for telling me. I'm going to go look at them right now. I would now. have immediately started tiptoeing so I didn't scare them off. No, I'm pissed about it. Ugh. Wrong response, woman on her walk. I don't care how many deer I see in my life, it will always be exciting when there's more than two together. My only... To give her the benefit of the doubt, my only thought is maybe that it was so cold that she it's was not like, that cold today. I'm not going to talk to you, lady. It, really? If it's that cold, why are you out walking? Erin and I accidentally went for a walk on a day when it was too cold to She was definitely on purpose. Exposed. She had on a reflective vest and lots of layers and a big flashlight. Do you have your phone? Yeah. You should take a picture of Lucy by the microphone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For Instagram. Click. Oh, Lucy. <laughs> that is cute. <laughs> I'll post that for all of you. What do you have to say about this matter, Lucy? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, so that's that's my story about stupid people. One time when I was in Texas, they have deer, but they're not the same kind. They're like little deer that are used to like, I don't know. This holds on pause. This is news to me. Texas has deer, but di- a different kind of oh, deer? Oh yeah, white-tailed deer are like a cold climate deer. They're like a New England, oh. northern United States deer. Oh good. Texas, they're, Texas has deer, but they're, mu- they're like half the size. Really? Look, They look like deer, but they look like little tiny deer, like deer that didn't grow all the way. They don't have the white tails. I don't remember if they had antlers. And they're used to, like, the dry climate and the, like, scruffy plants versus, like, the lush grass and trees. And a lot of them, because of the area of Texas that I was in is super populated, are just very used to people. Mm. And they will walk right up to you. And I touched one. No. Really? It looked a little... 
I don't know, like sickly, so I probably shouldn't have touched it. <laughs> it looked a little bit like it was going to jump on me and bite my face, but I touched it. Was it like a pat pat? Was it like a? Yeah, it was. It was like a to... touched a wild deer running back to my car before you eat me. Okay, I don't think the deer was getting. I was picturing like a cartoon where the deer is now a zombie deer and its eyes were bugging out of its head. Okay. All right, all right. I'll believe you. I believe you. Um. Thank you for sharing those deer stories. You're welcome. I feel like it led into today's episode. Not at all. I was like, it, it doesn't, actually. It actually has absolutely nothing to do with today's episode. <laughs> That's my, uh, you know, my niche. My niche. 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 <laughs> um, do we want to say anything about last week's episode? Yeah, I'm really sorry about how drunk I got. <laughs> um... I listened back, and um, first of all, the way that I talked about when my grandmother was alive, and there was alive, she's still alive, when my grandmother was a child, <laughs> and the responsibilities of the other young Italian girls, <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> she has a mouthful of beer, it's gonna come out her nose. I got it down. <laughs> what? Because I, I just remembered all the things like the rant that you went on about. Mima and her, and her neighbors that had to give all their money to their families. You were so passionate about it. Okay. Well, okay, so it wasn't, I am still passionate about it, and it wasn't wrong, but... <laughs> I feel like I spoke about it like it was much longer ago than it was. Like, I think I listened back and no, I said, no, like... you did. You said it wasn't that long ago. Because you said how many years ago it was. But I feel like the year that I said it was was inaccurate. Because she was born in 33. Yeah, I don't remember what year I said. I also am pretty sure that I lied a little bit. And they didn't drop out of school. But they would, like, go to school and work full time. And all of that money did go back to their families. That part is for sure accurate. So I just want to make those corrections. Okay. Also, I mean, those are minimal. I feel like the, I feel like the theme, like the gist was correct. Like, you know what I mean? I even yeah. feel like, I mean, when we were in high school, at least when I was in high school, you still had the option. Like you could apply and say you have a legitimate reason you need to work full time. And so you would go to school for half the time. Yeah. And I mean, I remember when they changed the dropout age in New Hampshire from 16 to 18, like you used to be able to drop out a lot earlier. Yeah, when I was in middle school, someone dropped out of school. I remember that. Yeah. But now that I think about it, she might have actually been older if she had stayed back. So never mind. That's fair. We have a kid currently who might drop out, and he's technically a freshman, but he will be 18 soon. Right. Do you want to shut that since she left us? Yep. Lucy has left, so we're shutting our door so you don't hear the rest of the commotion in the house. All if I said Alfred Adler's name correctly, but I just looked it up, I did, so we're good. I was worried, because I, I was saying Adler, I was worried that it was Alder. It's not. It's Adler. I was correct. Because I said it a lot in that episode, and at the end I went, I don't know if any of that was right. I think that's just post... It's like, right after you, we post the episodes and they're up there, I also get anxiety about every single thing that I said. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you and Danielle experienced this, but... I don't know. Talking about all those things we were talking about brought up all these other feelings. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of anxiety after the episode was done. I did, but it was delayed. Yeah. Um, and I, 
yeah, I had a lot of like, just had a lot of feelings about it. Um, but we won't get into all that because I realized I can't talk about it without going on and on forever about every different stage of my life development <laughs> and every relationship I ever had. Erin so. and I were also discussing it when I first got to her house today and how Danielle and I spoke over each other a lot, which is like how our everyday conversations go. Danielle yes. and I speak at the same time. But I have to say, like if I'm like I do what I did just now, where if I'm going to talk with something that I think is relevant before you finish your sentence and switch ideas, is I have to like let you know like I'm going to talk Anna. Oh yeah, Aaron's touching me physically, so Dan- I'll pause. Yes, yes, Danielle, I realized just powers through. Like, she won't let you continue. If you try and keep talking, she gets louder so that she doesn't miss her thought. Well, she's going to finish her thought. Like, she's not going to let you disrupt her thought. But you also are not going to let her, like, you're not going to lose your thought either. So Danielle just keeps up her very um, composed tone. She just gets a little bit louder and clearer. If, in case While I'm other... going, right, and, right, and, right, yes, and. Because yes. I'm waiting for her to pause so I can... I also know that the way that Danielle's mind works is by the time that sentence is done, it's going to be a new topic. Well, right. She's, D- Danielle is like moving through like an essay. And when she gets to the next paragraph, like she's going to transition, but it's a meaningful transition. And so she can't stop because then it won't make sense. But then none of us have any input about anything that she says. Well, she's going to get to the end of her thought. I know you so, like, I know, I know you want to share your There input. was a lot of... Aaron said that the editing was difficult. It was a little hard, folks. I And I tried my best with the bag of chips. <laughs> no, I, I'm happy that the bag of chips were made because I tried so hard to ignore it. And then you can tell the moment in the recording oh, I love when that. I just stop was, and turn and stare that at That was her. my favorite part where you could feel like you and I just being like, uh... This isn't going to stop. So what are you doing? Okay. All right. We can't go. It was it was too much fun and too good. We could talk about. We could have an episode about our episode. We just. It's always fun when the three of us finally get to get together again. Yeah. Get it, to get 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 together again. No, no. I said I know, but the way that I said get to get together again, get and my to get. throat felt really oh, fun. Oh, oh. Get to get. Get to get. <laughs> it made it made a fun feeling in my body. <laughs> Okay. Um, so this episode is supposed to be a little bit shorter than usual. Which is why we got to do this little intro. Which is all, it's all good. Chances are that's not going to happen. Um, we put a request out for dreams, for your dreams, to either talk about or read and laugh at, like intentionally not in making fun of you ways, or interpret. And I got a lot of responses. And she's serious. She's not even lying to make it sound like a lot of people responded. Like, a lot of people. I don't people. know if we're going to get to them all. I, I don't think, I don't know if we can. I think that's really ambitious to try and get to them all. So, would you like to hear some dreams? I, I would like to. I have my dream book ready. It, just if someone has, like, a really interesting, like, particular image that we are, that is unfamiliar or something, I would, I'd like to look it up. Or something we haven't talked about previously. Can I start with the raunchy one? Wow, you just want to dive right in? Like, <laughs> yeah. just go... I mean, sure. It's the only Instagram when I got everything else's texts. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, I'm going to reveal names at the end, but I want... Oh, should... I thought no. I feel like we should... Oh, they told me that I could. I asked everybody. Oh, you asked everyone and they mm-hmm. said yes? Were they like, yes, please share my name? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Never mind. This person Oops. said that I'm totally okay with this being on the podcast. Um, so, they start with... 
I typically have full-blown orgasms in my sleep and have weird, intricate sex dreams where my partner and I do not have sex for a period of time. Oh, my God. Wait, when? Like, when my partner and I don't have sex? Yeah, did I read that wrong? You said where. Oh, sorry. When. Oh, so... So, like, if if she's in in a bit of a sex lump with her partner, she has really intricate sex dreams. Wow, really? I kind of wish I had dreams where I orgasmed. That is... Yeah. I mean... So, she goes into one. Okay, all right. This past week I had one. In my dream, my partner and I were going on a trip. We were on an airline and I was boarding and he was ahead of me, but I had to go into the on-ramp of the plane down a twisty, turny route. I was stuck in limbo and he went to the destination without me. I was in this weird plane of existence which resembled a stock room. I could see... I could see a small screen and all that he was doing. I was down there in this place with a random person. There was a witch, in quotes... Locked in a broom closet, <laughs> Elon Musk controlled the whole thing. The twisty, turny root in this weird existence caused my orgasm. Oh, so it wasn't even like directly having sex. It was a like the, another the walking on the twisty root did it. That's like, so interesting. That's it must be some. I bet thing. Freud would go wild with the penis references. So, but was it that kind of? Do you get the just from the description? It was that kind of tunnel you have to go through to get on an airplane. Or was it just in, like, an airport? Um, she was getting on an airplane, but she ended up having to take a different route than her partner, and that's how she ended up in the stockroom with the witch and Elon Musk. Okay. All right, so it might not have been one of those windy airport loading tunnels. She also said, right, I looked is... up female wet dreams and found the term nocturnal emission, which I said sounds a little bit like a, the title of a telenovela. Nocturnal omission? <laughs> emission. like Nocturnal <laughs> emission. I don't like the word emission. I love the word nocturnal, but uh, nocturnal emission? Okay. What I want to point out, though, is that it does involve airplanes. Yeah. Which we talked about last time, which are apparently a very common dream image. Which I, I don't think I've ever had a dream about an airplane. I've never had an airplane dream either, but it's supposed to, I guess maybe if you're someone who goes on airplanes more often, but I just want to quickly review, like, what it is they mean. What because- is that baby? Oh, babies are a common dream image. That's uncomfortable. Um, well, people dream a lot about being pregnant. Like, I've had, I've had baby dreams. I had a dream once that involved giving birth, but it definitely wasn't a baby that came out of me. Okay. We'll unpack that later. I I think at the very end, we, I, I had a weird dream recently and I was going to share a little bit. Um, but airplanes, oh, and I also heard recently of someone having an airplane dream where they were flying, which is they were the one like controlling the airplane, which I've never had or heard of, Mm -hmm. but apparently is um, indicative of a desire or an opportunity of self-expression. But airplanes generally symbolize how how we think of or are approaching the future. So if you're scared, if you're excited, if it's... Well, I mean, if she hasn't had sex in a while, maybe she wants to approach the future with orgasms. I mean, don't we all? <laughs> but, okay, yes. all right, that's really interesting. That's pretty wild. Elon Musk was in the street? He was controlling it. And the walk is what caused the orgasm. And there was a witch in a broom closet, which just feels like a child wrote that. <laughs> a witch in a dream, okay. Um, what does a witch mean? Do you think witch would be in there? Let's see. Let's see if witch shows up. I mean, I have ideas about a witch because a witch normally does symbolize like our 
like feminine power. Oh, like and her sexu- feminine power was locked in a closet because she's not having sex. Yeah, yeah. Her oh, sexual, I can't wait for her to listen her to this episode. Her sexual feminine powder, pow, pow, yeah, her her powder. Yeah, her sexual feminine power was locked in the closet. And so are all her witch brooms that would have been her... Vibrators. Her vibrators. Yeah, wow. I guess that's pretty phallic, actually. A big one stick. <laughs> okay, fair. With pubes on the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mom, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, we should go next. We need, if we okay, not, we're going to get sorry. through them all. Um, okay. I had a dream that I was walking to my calc exam, and these thieves crashed their car, and a bunch of stuff spilled out, and it was a lot of spears from a rock shop in town, and me and two dudes were just awkwardly looking at each other, and I made a move to, like, move away or something, and they went, oh, hey, it's fine. Take something if you want. We're scared of you. What the fuck? But anyway, I filled my backpack with cool rock spheres, but then I woke up and it wasn't real. Oh no. They had a backpack cool of full a backpack full of cool rocks. Yeah. And they said from a rock store. So I imagine these were like cool like rose quartz, like like the ones you'd buy in a store, not like picked up from the beach rocks. Because I said spears. Spears, right? Spheres. Spheres. Like oh yeah. Like round. I know what you're talking about. Yes, that are made to be like smooth, like marble like. Wow. So this person likes rocks. I'm down with that. This person um, likes, like, witchy, crystal-y stuff, I so, think. Okay, so this is someone who's been to a rock store. Absolutely. And they dreamed of thieves who crashed their car. Well, it's interesting to watch a car crash, because cars have a similar connotation to airplanes, um, which has to do with, well, cars have to do with either sex drive or feelings about the future, I think. A, B, C, D... Let's see. What did this say about cars? So that's interesting. Airplanes and cars, both very common dream symbols in the first two. Cat, chain. Oh, I guess maybe driving. It might be under driving. Ooh, maybe. But she was watching. She was walking to class and saw a car crash, and the car she knew was full of thieves, and the thieves had taken the rock spheres, and they told her that they were afraid of her. They used her name, but I didn't want to say it because I'm keeping things anonymous temporarily. Um, and told her she could take whatever sphere she wanted. So she did. So to see that, so, and she was the one who frightened them. So that's quite a powerful dream to be the one who frightened the thieves and then essentially got to like take objects, valuable objects that you want. I mean, it sounds like this person feels pretty in control of their life at the moment. Are there, are there receiving gifts that perhaps they don't understand yet? Hmm. You know? Like, they weren't active. They weren't like, I'm attacking these thieves for their crystals. No, but they received the crystals see. through their, like, inherent power that they just have from standing around, not not um, initiating it. So maybe the dream's trying to tell them that they need to come into their power and their gifts that they have and the influence they have over people, even if they don't recognize it. Yes. I like that. Um, okay, the next one. This is, like, bullet-pointed instead of written in, like, a paragraph. I relate. That's all cool. Says my dream last night. Having to go back to college to get one credit. Sydney Crosby making... I assume it's someone that they know. Making sure I wasn't interrupted in a conversation circle. Making sure I wasn't interrupted. Okay. In a conversation circle. Okay. Running away from campo slash police. In order to stay in the building past closing to fight a demon? Question mark. Presence? Question mark. In the basement? Me reassuring my classmates that I've done this before, aka fought a demon, (laughs) running through sewers, structured colored like a McDonald's playground, 
ending up in Japan, question mark, hiding in someone's house that has a turning staircase. The lady finds us and shows us her cool rocks and tells a story about how she was given a job at a small movie theater. Tender hand-holding. I didn't realize these were both about rocks. I just really like the end yeah, of that one. Yeah, the tender hand-holding. That's beautiful. And I asked, I said, tender hand-holding, I'm dying. And they said, I don't know what that means. Who did I hold hands with? Rocks are a common dream image dream image that are in this little book. Okay. It says rocks can represent stability or a sense of security. Or, alternatively, if they're in your way, it may be an obstacle that needs to be overcome. However, they don't seem that way in either either of these dreams. So if they represent stability or a sense well, the of obstacle security. In the dream with the car crash could be because originally she was afraid, it could be the idea of like people being out to get you or that you're not powerful enough to say like, hey, what the heck are you doing? Mm. But then she claims all these she rocks. She gets a whole backpack of them. So claiming her life stability, I mean, that's pretty interesting. But this dream, this dream, how did, did she just say she walked through a rock store? In this last one? Yeah. Lady finds us and shows her her cool rocks and tells a story about how she was given a job at a small movie theater. An older woman imbuing her wisdom. Okay. But so <laughs> Tender hand-holding. Tender hand-holding. I think tender hand-holding is just tender hand-holding. I mean, you want physical affection. It comes in a nice way. Friendly. That sounds very friendly. Like, yeah. that doesn't sound, like, romantic. It sounds like companionship is valuable. I hold your hand tenderly sometimes. Yeah, I know. And I'm always like, your hands are so small and soft. I think my hands are bigger than yours. No, no. Are they? The nails Other don't, hand. The nails don't count. The nails don't count. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. You're man. scooching it up. Yes, so that our wrists are lined up. You gotta align the palms. Our hands are the same size. That's not fair. You're so much smaller than me. My hands should be bigger. I'm a bigger person. So are you saying mine are normal sized? Yeah, for your body. Okay, so then yours are especially tiny. <laughs> like my feet. Yeah, no, that's an objective fact. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that your feet are too small. Um, okay, I just want to address, so there was a lot of that. So there was a lot of the winding staircases, the winding hallways, the running. I remember last time when we looked up walking or like... Um, Something to do with your legs, like leg activity. You know, yeah, if you're like it, was, it has something to do with control and support systems because I don't have functional legs in my dreams. Right, which feels like your support system is lacking, which might not be a reflection of like your entire life, but whatever support system you do wish you had or want, if it's lacking. Um, hmm. So that was, I read about the walking on the dream symbol website. I don't think that's in my little book. But let me just look up legs really quickly. Legs. Snake. Snakes apparently are also common, but we haven't had that. There's a few common animals, like the octopus, the snake, birds, that we haven't really seen a lot of. I don't know if I generally dream about animals. Legs. Oh, I had a dream about cats, actually. This isn't here. Legs symbolize your support system. Can signify feelings of power, strong, shapely, or powerlessness, weak, uneven. If this person was running, I mean, obviously running might symbol anxiety if you're scared while you're running. But to be able to run... They were running and fighting a demon. Okay, if she's fighting a demon, I mean, I feel like she feels pretty supported. I imagine. If she says, I've done this before. I've done this before. I'm fighting the demon and running through the McDonald's scary hallway thing. Um, 
even if she's dealing with scary things, she feels supported by those yes. around her. So that's nice. That's a nice. So everyone remember that. If you ha- are having a scary anxiety dream, and but you find that you are able to run and move and, like, carry your body, like, that's a good sign that even though you're facing a challenge, those around you support you. Okay. That's a nice message. Okay. Um, this one is funny because it's from Shelby, who adopted Felix, and she said that she had it the night before she saw my post about Felix on Facebook. Whoa, really? Yeah, it says, I had a dream I found two black kittens. Dream brain said they were Manx, but appears wise. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, you have to say <laughs> it again. Dream brain said they were Manx, but appearance wise, I think they were actually Devon Rex. I don't know what a Devon Rex cat is. Oh, she's I talking was, about breeds of cats. Yeah. Okay. I was about to take them to the vet, but I had to wake up and go change my tires. They were very yelly. I carried them in a tote bag. I missed them. The next day, she saw my post about Facebook, about Facebook, <laughs> my post about Felix on Facebook and convinced her partner to adopt him. So she had a dream about finding, res- finding two kittens and rescuing these kittens. And then the next day, she found and rescued my cat. Who is very large, I should not say. Not a kitten, not black. <laughs> if um, you saw our Instagram story today where I asked for dreams, he is the cat that is on the bed frame and his tummy is hanging over the edge. I just want to see... If cats are in there? Cats. Okay. On the one hand, the cat can be a symbol of cunning or deceit. On the other hand, it can be a strong feminine symbol of independence, wisdom, and imagination. For a man, it might mean that he needs to be more in touch with his feminine side. Hmm. So this is a woman dreaming about adopting two cats? Mm-hmm. And then it manifests in reality the next day? Maybe she's psychic. She might just maybe she it's might be psychic. <laughs> or maybe or maybe she's a witch um, a feminine witch wow that's really interesting I, I do feel like that was more uh, more literal than symbolic oh, yeah, based on sure. our life but that is so interesting about cats is they you have to remember they're a symbol of feminine independence but okay alright um, I had a dream last night that I was in a train wreck that was caused by a plane wreck and I pulled I don't know how to say this name, but it is an anime character. I'm going to do my best. Zhao Zan. X-A-O-Z-H-A-N. Out of the wreckage. And he thanked me by trying to teach me how to model in a grocery store. A plane literally crashed into our train. I remember looking out the window and seeing the front third of a jet like it was cut off, separate from the middle third, and the last third all just kind of careening through the air, still kind of coasting, but with no control. One of them exploded next to us, and then the front half hit the train cars ahead of us. Wow. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. Planes, trains, no automobiles. But, um... So trains are not in here, but I imagine they're similar... Well, trains are interesting, because normally you're riding in a train, with cars, obviously, you're driving it. But, um... So the airplane, like we said, has to do with... Yeah, oh, another plane dream. Another plane dream. This time the plane crashed into her train, though, so I don't know if that's different. Well, she still saw a plane. It wasn't anything else. So to see an airplane crash... I I wonder if when you're in the plane... This is my guess. I don't know if other professional dream readers would agree with this. But I would speculate that when you're in the plane, you're like, this is my airplane that I'm getting on as a passenger that's supposed to be taking me to my destination... Is that has to do with, like, your personal future? Mm-hmm. You know? You're wondering about, like, your own life, the choices you're going to make, and so forth. But maybe when you're seeing seeing a plane, 
maybe that has to do with more general idea of the future, you know, when people worry about, like, climate change, politics, that sort of thing. Maybe. You know, like, it's not... I could follow up. Yeah, I'd be really curious. I'll ask her follow-up questions about her thoughts on climate change. Yeah, she has any anxiety, but any anything else that pertains to, like, this so... Specifically climate change. <laughs> or you could be really specific about it and... I don't know. That sounds like it could just prove my theory too quickly. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, like, but I guess if you're interested in climate change, you're probably also interested and anxious about politics. But anyway, um, a train, though. It's interesting because, like, a plane is, like, the travel of the future. A train is more common in the past, so hopefully it's in our future. America, please make a nationwide accessible oh, Amtrak system. I was really system. wondering where this was going. <laughs> I want trains, Hannah. <laughs> I want trains too, but the way that you said it was much more ominous, and I thought you were like, they're gonna get rid of them all. Not no. like, please add more, but like, the trains are all gonna explode. I don't know, my mind went real dark. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, so At that's interesting. Point, I hope no. this, but, 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 this dream is, this dream is interesting, because she witnesses this like, traumatic event traumatic event and, and then, then is, rescues someone she knows and you know in and your, then is taught by them how to model in a grocery store <laughs> i don't know what to say about that i don't think grocery stores are common though modeling could give you confidence could have to be about body image that goes you know but okay. anime mixed in that's complex i don't know you'd need a this, professional uh, for that little segment of modeling in the supermarket maybe it has something to do with whatever series that character is a part of i've no i don't know maybe maybe that's like their job maybe the dreamer associates deeply with fruit mm, maybe produce um this one for sure isn't symbolic i don't think there's a lot to unpack here i just think that it's really funny i love that let's go last night i had a dream <laughs> you can't even <laughs> tell me Last night I had a dream that I punted Draco Malfoy off the side of a yacht, and then I went scarf shopping and was wondering if the police were going to come after me. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. I've just been picturing this person who is roughly your size, punting the actor who played Draco Malfoy, but like as Draco Malfoy, off of the side of a yacht. And Another going, mode of my transportation. Father! And crashing into the waves. And then in my head, a shark eats him. I hope you mean Draco Malfoy, not the actor, because I hear he's no, no, very no. nice no, in real no. life. Draco Malfoy, the character. I'm pretending the actor is not his own person, and he, like, okay, it's just I how see. I picture Draco Malfoy because he portrayed him for eight movies. I'm just going to see quickly if Boat is in here. Because... I thought you were going to look for Draco Malfoy. <laughs> Draco Malfoy, an extremely common dream image. Maybe for people Boat is age. not in here. What about just... scarves? I don't... Scarf seems a little obscure. Only one way to find out. I guess you're right. I mean, who knows? Scarves are not in here. Okay. Okay, so... My speculation is they were reading Harry Potter before bed in one of the chapters when Draco Malfoy's particularly uh, terrible. And then they were wondering what Harry Potter house they would be a part of. Because, of course, I think of scarves, right? Harry Potter, you get your scarf oh, when yeah, you're in your yeah. house, right? When you, you, you know, yeah, you'd yeah. have the Hufflepuff scarf or the Ravenclaw scarf or whatever. Um... And uh, they're always getting in trouble on Harry Potter and always they having are. to run away from Snape. authority. Snape. So, Severus Snape Dumbledore. <laughs> Ron 
Ron, Ron Weasley. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, <laughs> Harry Potter, Harry Potter. I don't remember. I, Snape, Snape, Severus Snape. Ooh, Snape, Snape, Severus Snape. Then Harry Potter's Dumbledore. Oh no, is it? It goes Snape, Dumbledore, Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger, Harry Potter. What is Hermione's? Hermione, Hermione, Hermione Granger. Something like that. That's not as catchy as the other ones. No, it's not. I'm Hers isn't as good. Ron, 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 Ron Weasley. Weasley. That's my favorite one. He got the best I like, one. I like Harry Potter's because the puppet... Sh- Harry Potter! Harry Potter! Harry Potter! Harry Potter! I'm like, what is this theory that Harry Potter doesn't understand rhythm? I guess, actually, that's very believable. Never mind. Um, okay, moving on. Moving on. Okay. Um, I had a dream that it was your wedding. Not my wedding. She sent this to another person and screenshotted it to send to me. Oh, is it? Oh, so it's not my wedding or your wedding. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different wedding. A totally friend's wedding. wedding. I had a dream that it was... Your wedding. My the, friend. My friend's wedding. And everyone was upset, worried, because the officiant priest guy hadn't shown up yet. But then, my friend was like, wait, I got this, and drew a pentagram and summoned me to officiate their wedding, like a full-on demon summa- summoning, and I gave people cool rocks as wedding favors. More rocks. So and rocks. these are all different people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, wow. Okay. So weddings are a common dream symbol. Event. May I read the description? Mm-hmm. Weddings suggest that opposite sides of oneself may be coming together. And, and I think this applies even if it relates to an event that you experienced. You know, it's not an abstract wedding, but your, your mind is using the images you have at the ready. So it was the image of this friend's wedding. Uh, that uh, opposite sides of oneself may be coming together, such as logic and intuition. Um, which... I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a cool concept for this person to... And for them to be the officiant. So they are and like... No, they're not... They were summoned as a demon to officiate this wedding. Coming into their magical powers, connected with nature. Like, and, and if you think of it as, like, different parts of her, their self, mm-hmm. um, were separated and wanted to come together and were, like, asking... You know, the, the consciousness to be present and, like, unify these two different parts of the self. Mm-hmm. That sounds like some internal healing to me, man. <laughs> you know who you just sounded like? Who? The guy who owns the record store in that 70s show. He's <laughs> <laughs> a great character. Sounds like some internal healing to me, man. I love that. If I could enter the That 70s Show universe... And Did you I, see that? Sorry. And I was the, the guy who owns the, the store. Um, that'd be great. You have his hair. Thank you. Oh, I think you're right, actually. I just need to wear, like, the headband, the bandana, right? And, and, the, and the tiny circle glasses. Yeah. Um, the majority of the original cast has agreed to come back for a That's 90s show. No way. Mm-hmm. The only person that I didn't see in the picture in the article, but doesn't mean that he's not in it because I did not read the article, was Hyde. Oh, oh, I hope he does, though. But, like, obviously, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis said yes. Right, because um, they're, like, husband and wife, and they just want to do things together. That's cute. The guy who played Eric, I never knew yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I Fez? used to know... Fez was in the picture. Um, 
And Donna's name I knew because she's in the um, Orange is the New Black as well and other things too. Oh, I don't and know her. She was, name. and I don't know that this means that those are all the people. I like I said, I did not read the article. I saw the picture. I read the caption. Well, I could look it up. I mean, I don't know how old they are, but a part of me wonders if it'd be more appropriate for like them to play almost like the parents. And then to have, like, kids. That would be what I assume. Who are experiencing the 90s, you know? Oh, it says Red Foreman, Kitty Foreman. Oh, my God. Well, they'd be the grandparents. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of cute, actually. Uh, this this would warm my heart. That 70s show spinoff, that 90s show, everything to know so far. Topher Grace and Lara Prepon stars Eric and Donna. We're joined on screen by Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, Wilmer Valdero, who is Faz, Danny Masterson, who is Hyde, um, blah, 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 blah. Netflix gave the green light to the series, um, with Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Joe Rep reprising their roles as Eric's parents. This time around, instead of looking over their son's every move, they'll oversee their granddaughter, Leah Foreman, oh. while she's in town for the summer. Uh, there's more. There's a ton more. Right, I can't read it all. Yeah, let's not read the whole thing. But, but that's, um, that's cool. Um, I have a funny dream that I had that I texted you about. All right, so now we're jumping to Hannah's dream? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had a dream last night where I had to fly somewhere and the cats were there for some reason, so I had to bring cat food. But the TSA had a new rule, no metal on airplanes, so I was stopped on account of the tin cans, and the TSA brought me Tupperware to transfer the cat food to and took all the cans away. Oh my god. Oh my god. You were getting on an airplane. Yeah. You didn't mean you were flying Hannah bodily moving through the air. No, I was in the airport to get on an airplane. You were And going... I had a suitcase only full of cans of cat food. I don't know why my cats weren't with me. I did not bring any clothes. Okay. And so the TSA brought me a bunch of teeny tiny Tupperware containers yeah. and I opened each can, dumped it into a container, put it in my suitcase and gave the can to the TSA because new rule, no metal on airplanes. All right. So let's look at it this way. We know that airplanes mean our, our feelings towards the future. Yes. You were thinking of the future. You're thinking of airplanes, right? We know that cats symbolize feminine energy, feminine strength. Um, this is when I thought I was pregnant. My period was a whole week late, friends. Um, it was just waiting for the moon. It's a full moon tonight, everybody. Go check it out. Winter moon of February. Um, so the timing of the dream makes sense with the symbol symbolicism. Symbolism. Symbolism. There you go. Cats, moon, feminine, <coughs> yes. Um, and then the plane, you know, they didn't stop you. They, like, helped you mm -hmm. in carrying all this food that is going to feed, like, your feminine wisdom. That's Which is gonna... surprising because one time I went through TSA and they threw away a full tube of toothpaste because it was over an ounce and I was pissed. I, I once... Uh, well, I shouldn't say once. The second time I ever had to go through customs or whatever. It's only customs if you're entering a yeah, new... Yeah, that's not what I mean. It's TSA. T the TSA. This is only the second time I'd ever done it. and We're sitting in the exact same way. <laughs> we are, just mirrored. I didn't... I forgot the rule about the limit in liquids or mm -hmm. whatever. And I had this, like, really nice Aveeno face wash. Oh, no. It was too big. And this woman... I, I have a feeling this isn't how it goes every time, but she was really sorry. She's like, I'm sorry, like, I, I could hold it for when you get back. And I was like, honestly, uh, I, it was like some ridiculous time, like 5.30 in the morning. And I was like, I'm just going to my 
soon to be parents in law house like you can just have it and the lady <laughs> please keep it the lady looked at me and she like shrugged her shoulders she's like are you sure and i was like yes i was like just you should take it and she just like put it under her little desk <laughs> don't had. waste it but i would do not need that anymore like i'm sure they're not supposed to do that but i i hope this woman enjoyed her face wash me it- too um, one time I was stopped because I had a lot of change in my suitcase and they, so like it all reflected in the thingy and they had to dig through it and make sure it was not anything illegal. It was on my way back from Disney. Why did you have so much change? Because I was paying for everything in cash and they would give me change and then I would be like, well, into the change pocket and then I wouldn't spend it on anything. Uh, so I had like $10 worth of coins in my bag. Ah, uh, I see. And they dumped it all out to make sure it was just coins. Did you, uh... Did you hear and process my whole interpretation of your dream? Yeah, feminine wiles and... Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're, I forget you're... what airplanes mean. Future. Oh, Going and the TSA the was helping me. So my yes. feminine wiles are helping me go into the future? Yeah. Cool. Thanks, uterus. <laughs> I like that you said... I, I, what exactly? Did you say you're feminine wiles? Yeah, helping me no, go that was such, that was such an old timey way to say like your intuition or your energy or whatever. I, I love that you use the term wiles like as a noun. Oh, <laughs> I do it all the time. I love that word. It's a great, it's great. It's a, no, it's a great word. Um, we should go to the next dream, but that was um, great. I'm all out. Do you have any to share? Oh, oh would yeah. you like to do the surprise twist ending? Yeah. No, no. Well, you just shared yours. I'll share mine. And then surprise twist And then ending. surprise twist okay. ending. Um, okay. So first of all, thank you everyone for sharing those dreams. But okay, I'll share mine and we'll do more. There was one that I skipped, but it was like, it was too long. It would have taken too long to read and then interpret. So we can address it later, you and I privately. But I want you to know that I skipped it. Okay, okay. Um, all right, so my dream. Again, I cannot... Similar to this other person, I can't go through the whole thing. But part of it that stuck out to me a lot was this moment where when I walked outside of the house where the rest of the dream was taking place, there wasn't like regular ground. It was like piles and piles of seashells, like oyster shells and clam shells, but like all old, so they were all shiny. You know how... Shells have the shiny and pearly insides. (coughs) Bless you. Thank you. And they were all like worn out as though they'd been in the ocean for years. So all the edges were smooth. So there was none of the weird sharpness of normal. And I was like laying. I remember being kind of, I must have been dressed up. I was in like a long skirt and I like laid down in this like sand dune worth of these seashells. But they were moving like water, like they were like waves and I could like run my hands through all the seashells around me. And but in one hand, I remember this, I was holding in one hand, like up above while this was happening, I was holding a glass of like white sparkling wine Important. and like trying to sip it in between. But I was like so relaxed and like the seashells felt so cool. But I remember when I tried to get up to move, I was like a little tipsy and my skirt was too long. But, like, Aaron was calling to me, like, from the house. Aaron! Aaron! Yeah, like that. And I was like, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. And I could walk, but it was, like, walking against a current, so it was, like, slow. 
it was just so weird. Like, imagine looking out a window and seeing just, like, like waves and waves of just these, sea, like... Uh, seashells? Yeah. Interesting. Like, oyster shell seashells? Or Specifically, like, like yeah. Specific, or maybe they're clam Or, shells. like, the, 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 the long, skinny, oval-y ones that go... I think you th- that are black on mm-hmm. one side and pearly blue on the inside. Yeah. I'm pretty sure those, those are... Those are, like, mollusks? Well, they're all mollusks. Mm. Mollusks are large... Family. I actually want to do an episode specifically about mollusks, mollusks, because I think that mollusks actually include like snails. I would like you to say that word one more time. Mollusks. Thank you. I like this. Uh, it includes clams, oysters, periwinkles, snails. It's so cool. Get They're like get. the coolest little creatures. Sks <laughs> does the same thing that my throat likes. Says get to get. Mollusks. Sks. Um, Sorry. Uh. Anyway, so that was my dream. Okay. That was one part of it. It was yeah. seashells. Look it up. Look up seashells and then distant lover. <laughs> distant lover. <laughs> so I took away from your dream. Shell. Oh. It says maybe a notice to listen to your own thoughts. Ooh. That also makes sense why Aaron was so far away. Ignore him. Lay in the seashells. <laughs> absorb Aaron Bennett. <laughs> okay. I do want to say in general, Aaron is normally very supportive of oh, my yes. thoughts and ideas. I didn't mean that to sound like that. You have, <laughs> um, you have well, like, as far as... I know what you meant, but just for the listening audience. <laughs> as far as, like, husbands go and, like, straight white men, Aaron is breaks every stereotype. He's, he's a very, like, manly, in tune with himself man person, but very supportive, very kind, lots of emotions. Yeah, I like to think of him as an example of healthy masculinity. Yeah, he was raised by a lovely lady. And I mean his dad too, but I think his mom is just fabulous. Well, because she is. Yeah. She is fabulous in all senses of the word. Um, But that's really interesting. I'm actually surprised shells were in here. And it's is just, ocean? It's just a one line. No, shell. It's a no, one... no, I know, but it is ocean. Because it was the shells were the ocean, right? They were moving like the ocean. So I wonder. That's an interesting question. All right, let's if see. If you combine the two. I mean, water is definitely in here. But ocean specifically. My tummy just made quite the noise. It did. It did. I don't know if the mic picked that up. Owl, octopus, one orchestra, officer, ocean. Ooh, that's a long one. Go for it. Young, our friend Carl Young, considered the ocean or the sea to be a profound symbol of the unconscious. Carefully consider how you feel in or near the ocean. Do you see a shark fin approaching? This could mean you're afraid or wary about unconscious thoughts surfacing. If you're peacefully swimming or floating, then you may be ready to integrate unconscious thoughts into your waking life. The ocean always represents strong emotions or emotional energy. Sounds like you need to pay more attention to yourself. Huh. And welcome your unconscious thoughts and give yourself more love. You know what I'm interpreting this as? What? Masturbate more. (laughs) (laughs) Waves, ocean, peaceful, self-love. I mean, I was in, like, my favorite kind of outfit, drinking wine while this was happening. And, like, rubbing the shells. I feel like... (laughs) I feel like this is sexual. You know what? It was right before my period came. And it was the night before the full moon. It's definitely telling you to masturbate. Did your period start? It did. Yeah. I love that we're synced up. We are. Very synced. Yep. My period waited for Aaron's period. 
I mean, to be fair, we both got it, like, the day of the full moon, which is so cool. I'm a werewolf in my uterus. Maybe I am pregnant and it's a werewolf. Whoa. That was a lot of, (laughs) that was a lot of imaginative leaps and I love it, but also uh, the leap from the possible to the not possible, like, my brain wasn't ready. It was ready to be like, Hannah, we've been over this. Like, you are not pregnant. There's absolutely no way I could be pregnant, friends. And then for me to be like, werewolf baby, actually it's kind of cool. Maybe maybe it transformed and it's doing a little scratching, which is why I have cramps and I'm bleeding a little bit. This is so, wow, this is going to such a strange abstract I cannot wait to tell my therapist about this tomorrow. Wow. Um... Oh, okay. This was so much. Okay. Dreams. The twist ocean. ending, though. Oh, my God. Twist ending. Yeah. So, the first one that I read, the sex one. Yes. My friend Ashley, who owns the farm, who I've told you, you haven't met her, but I've told you about her. That? That was Ashley. Wow. It's very on par for her. Her and Rachel remind me a lot of each other. My Rachel. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, every other dream? Yes. Shelby Felix's mom. She sent me 26 dreams. What? She texted me. What? The second I posted that Instagram post, and I was like, hey, if you have any dreams, message us. She commented on it and said, OMG. She texted me and said, Hannah, Hannah, I have some crazy dreams. There's like two I can think of that are written down somewhere. You could do an episode on just me. I haven't even found the thing I'm looking for, but I've searched dreams in my text history, and there's so many. And then she just kept sending them. Oh, my God. All her. So all of the rock dreams were Shelby. This explains it. I remember thinking, like, Hannah, how many friends do you have? Like, I know we have some witchy friends, but... I didn't realize how many had rocks in them until... That should have been a clue. over and over again. I was like, okay, uh, we have... This is just a few of our friends who have, like, common interests? Okay, wow. She is nervous about the future. Did you hear the airplanes in her dreams? The airplanes and the rocks. I mean, rocks symbolize stability so she's obviously wants stability she wants to like come into her power her self-assurance but she is anxious about the future i mean i'm sorry maybe um, you're not maybe you're not and that's okay i don't i obviously she is in grad school in new york city for music so like i, I okay like who is what millennial isn't anxious shelby your airplanes are crazy. Your dream airplane. <laughs> she also sent me a screenshot of a message that wouldn't let her open it, and it's from her partner. And Beckett said, I had it. Maybe it's to her partner. Uh, who knows? But it just says, I had a dream that Davi Diggs was a mermaid, and I could control rock. And there's wow. definitely more, but it wouldn't let her open it. And so I, she could control rock. So rock. Uh, so we can just talk to Shelby. All right, Shelby. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. I hope this I wasn't. Told you from the beginning. I hope this was informative. No, it was good because then I wasn't tying them together, so each reading was, like, organic and natural. It also, um, I don't want to disappoint you, but we did not get 26 messages. We got two people, and one was just really excited. Aw, well, Still good, though. Shelby's our biggest fan, I would say. That was still really good. I could have messaged more people and asked them to send their dreams, but still. Oh, she did say, pretend they're all from different people and then have a plot twist for Aaron at the end. Oh my god, wow, it's like she knows me. And it's like, Erin will absolutely believe you, and she will be so earnest through this whole thing. Oh my god, Shelby. You've She's read me. us so well. Oh my god. No, that's so interesting. So, Between this and your surprise beer, you just had the greatest night ever. This was so much. I'm so curious to listen back now and hear, like, what the... 
what the connections are. I also thought I was going to give it away because you went, this isn't the same person, right? And I just went, "Mm mm-hmm. Did I I ask you that? Yeah, because I couldn't. Oh, because the rocks. Because the rocks. So wait, including the sex dream. Sex dream was Ashley. Everything but the sex dream was Shelby. All right, because I was going to say that seemed different. That's why I wanted to do that one first. Oh, so Ashley... I'm so curious about... Ashley has sex or sex orgasms? Well, I hope so. Dream orgasms a lot is what I meant to say. Related to just physical activity. That's... She's a very sexual and, like, open about it person. Oh, I see. So that's why she was comfortable with you. She's yeah. sharing. Um, which is a great way to be, folks. I think that's wonderful. Um, because it's such a huge part of our lives. Like, we should be open to talking about it. And it's healthy and important. It's... Cr- in fact, it's not just healthy. It's literally, like, crucial... To be having orgasms with other people. I mean, I, I do want to be respectful of anyone because I, I recognize... It is difficult and it's always it's sometimes a comfort thing and uh, not everyone is able to. Right, but I was going to say, aren't there even, like, people who identify... I mean, if you're asexual, right? Like, for some people, romantic sexual interaction isn't a life priority. No, but it doesn't... I think a common misconception is that asexual means that you don't want to and never have sex ever and it can mean that for some people but that is not the definition can you give me the definition um let me look it up so i don't fuck it up okay because i'm curious because i did think it meant that they just didn't that's not how they that their ideal relationship would be not it is it is so the definition is a lack of sexual attraction to others and a low or absent interest in or desire for sexual activity so they do like the libido is less but it doesn't mean that it never happens that they never desire it huh okay like i can be any day of the week be like i'm ready now you want to have sex i want to have sex let's go buddy to my fiance not to like the average person (laughs) for them intimacy happens differently right right right. it's still a kind but there is still sex that can happen and there's asexuals who it's a spectrum like any other sexuality oh yes who want less sex or want no sex but I'd say, generally speaking, this sexual attraction part of intimacy isn't as frequent as anyone who's not asexual. Side note, I would like to do an episode that maybe goes through all the different, like, waves of feminism and how they developed and how ideas changed. Um, because one of the things I realized for myself is I have to be cognizant that for some people, their feminism... Or I should, I don't want to say some people, but I guess, anyway, I don't know. Feminism isn't necessarily tied to, like, your physical feminine body. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I, uh, yeah. The movement So, I don't think that that's attached to your, what did you say? Your body. Like, your physical female body. I, I would consider, and he might not consider himself this, but, like, Aaron Hodges a feminist you know like he doesn't think that he's better than anybody because he has a penis he thinks that he's better than people at things he thinks that he's a very smart man but it doesn't have anything to do with being a man right 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 which is why which is why i like struggle a little bit because i feel like there's definitely and i feel like you would maybe call this like second wave second wave feminism um was all like being feeling like empowered by like the cycles of your 
body yeah. and feeling like like my body's powerful like the womb is this cool emotional but then i feel like, like that thing. negates women who yeah, do I not know. have vaginas and uteruses well right this is the thing i read about recently is being not saying you're but, a woman but saying like terms like a birthing person like, yeah i'm a person who i put, something that i like is like when i was on tumblr a lot if people were like talking about periods or talking about things that happen to biological women they would say like uterus owners yeah right yes 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 because also not everyone with a uterus identifies as a woman some uterus owners are male right 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 yeah and i like that term a lot i would like to no longer be a uterus owner but in the sense of having it cut out not in the sense of transitioning right i just don't want my period no no totally which actually we have time to talk about this i just want to bring this up because we went way far away from dreams. We went way far away from dreams. Okay. But, I mean, if we're talking, it all ends up being related. And you yeah. know what? It's in honor of the f- full moon. So and it's, it's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Um, I just want to pull up something really quickly because this was a really interesting discussion, uh, a thread I saw on Twitter. And I just was, like, so fascinated by the responses people were giving. And I'll credit the person who started it. I'm pretty sure I bookmarked it. I love that you do that. I bookmark more than I tweet or retweet. And my bookmarks are excessive. Here it is. Um, Also, wait a minute. Do you not bookmark things? Nope. I retweet them or screenshot them. Or like them. I go through my likes a lot and reread things. Oh. See, I feel like bookmarks are more solid. I'm like, Oh, absolutely. I just am not an organized individual. (laughs) I, I sometimes I like to just scroll through my bookmarks like it's a pretend little universe. Do you remember last episode and you said that you weren't type A? I don't want to talk about this. It's too much. <laughs> All right. I've thought about it a lot since then and we can talk about it later, okay. but I don't want you to call me type A right now. Let's okay, just sorry, look sorry. but let's just look at my bookmarked <laughs> Twitter feed. Um okay, hold up. So this is from a Twitter person I follow named M V Pine, who I do not know personally, but they seem very cool. They are an engineer and a writer, which I love that science-humanities crossover. Um, and the tweet was, question for cis women from a trans person. When you get your period and go, this sucks, I can't believe I have to put up with this for decades, do you ever feel empowered by options like IUDs to stop periods altogether? Or is there a societal pressure just to get used to it? Hmm. And it just, like, posed, it just, like, reframed the whole period thing in a way I had never seen or thought of before. Um, The thread's really long, but share your thoughts and I'll tell you what I said. Well, it makes me think of the discussion of, like, male birth control and how they had one that went through human trials, but it was not approved by the FDA because of the side effects, which are all the side effects that female birth control causes. Mm. But it doesn't mm. seem like it's that bad because those are just enhanced side effects of your actual period. But when you try and give them to a male, male society says no. It also makes me think of the same discussion where it says, like, unload the gun instead of wearing a bulletproof vest. When you give the females the birth control, you're giving us a vest that may not work, but if you prevent... The males from firing if they fire blanks nobody has to worry about it and right. then everybody can come if they want to and you don't have to think about happening inside of you and is my birth control going to work and do we have to buy plan b and why do i have to have all these extra hormones in my body mm. yes 
So I just want to specify because I feel like it's only fair to the tweet because I bothered quoting it. So uh, they are specifically talking about birth control options that stop your period altogether and choosing to be a non-period having person. I personally struggle with that because there are birth control options that are supposed to stop your period. Mm. Mm. But personally, I've tried to, I had the IUD and instead of stopping my period, it gave me a two month long period and cramps so bad they thought that I had endometriosis and gave me exploratory surgery. I've tried every single version of the estrogen or non-estrogen pill. I've had the implant in my arm. I've like, and my period's never gone away. So mm. for me, the idea that there is birth control that just stops your period as a blanket statement, which I know isn't what this person meant, is well, they're very asking. So they're frustrating. Asking. Right. And it isn't empowering because then I feel like, well, my body doesn't work right. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, so that's the interesting thing is when you go through this, what I noticed, I'll have to send it to you to read it, but what I noticed is older women who got the IUD and generally seem to have a much better experience altogether and generally are not from the United States. Um, mm, that, is, that is a whole other issue is United States healthcare. Right. The people from the United States have very different responses, but the people outside of the United States in countries where IUDs are widely available who decided to get it when they were older women are like, it's amazing. It's the best choice they ever made. I don't know why no one told me about it sooner. Like, Praise the Lord, IUDs for all. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, that, it's so different from anything mm-hmm. I've heard. Any what are your women... thoughts on, on, like, period stopping birth control? So, because the IUD also, sorry, isn't the only one that you can take that is supposed to stop your period. A few of them are mentioned. I don't recognize all of them as people are mentioning them. So, well, curious. so, I. There was another woman who said something similar to, like, my immediate thoughts, and I had to recognize, like, I'm someone who was lucky where I got my first period a very normal time. My periods were always very kind of light all through my adolescence, early 20s. Um, And so I just, like, it wasn't really something I had to... I felt like I had to think about or was worried about too early on in my life. But I had, so there's like two sides of the experience. One, like when I did try birth control, it went horribly wrong and made, I remember that. made me feel like a different person, like horrible, like no control of my emotions, worst periods I ever had. And you were on a pill, right? I was just on a pill. An estrogen pill? Yeah. And estrogen can do that to people because it's, it is a... Uh, like averaged amount of this is what should control your body without any testing to see how much estrogen your body already makes and what your body is doing, which I think if we just paid more attention to individual differences would solve a lot of problems. Well, there's so much more research that needs to be done, which is what I have learned. So that was just my own experience. I, you know, chalked it up to my own body being its own individual thing. Um, But I got to a point in my life where, like, a lot of women in my life were entering their 30s or getting to a point where they're like, all right, I've been responsible. I have used all the kinds of birth control. I now would like to have a baby. And this doesn't go for everyone, but this was, like, enough women I knew that, like, it kind of freaked me out. Is all these people who had been on birth control since they were, you know, 13, 14, 15. Because, and this is, this is very different even in the Northeast from, like, people in um, more southern or midwestern well, states in the United States. There's a lot states. of religions that don't believe in birth control. So, like, if you live in the Bible Belt, 
there's also a lot less education surrounding birth control. Well, right. So they talk about that. And that's something I can't speak to. But growing up, I knew a lot of people who, as soon as you went to the doctor and said, you know, I have cramps. The doctor's like, all right, here it is. Birth control. Start taking it. You know, I think I got on birth control when I was like 15. Yeah. Once a month forever or every day forever. Here you go. Once a month. Eh, no. I wish I could just take a pill a month. No, no, no. I'm wrong. Same time every day. Don't mess it up forever or until you want to have a baby is like what they say, yeah. right? Yeah, so, because if you don't, like, you can take it for period regulation or you can take it for sex protection. So if you take it for period regulation, it, as long as you take it every day, it doesn't matter as much. But if you want it to be the, like, 98% or whatever it is effective to preventing babies... You have to take it within, like, minutes at the exact mm. same time every day. If you miss it by 30 minutes, you're going to screw yourself up. Right. Um, and, you know, I knew those women who then when they, you know, got to be 30, stopped taking the pill thinking, this is it. My body's just going to jump right back into being normal. Like, it doesn't. It takes a long time. Well, it takes a minimum of three months for your body to re-regulate anyways from any medication or any hormone, anything. But in addition to having that in your body for 15 years, yeah. And then finding out they don't know anything about their body. There are things going wrong down there. Yeah. Like there are issues, there are allergies, there's all this kinds of st- all these weird, like, you know, people talking about the side effects. And the impression I get is you don't, at least this goes a lot of times for the pill, which is not necessarily the theme of this thread that had to do with the period stopping options, but that. The side effects come when you stop and... Well, I think there's a lot of side effects that happen when you start and I think that it affects too how young women are going through puberty because if you think about it, if you're 15 or 16 and being being put on birth control, you're not done going through puberty and you're adding extra hormones to your body and going, just figure this out. Thanks so much. Um, But I I think part of the reason that there's side effects, quote unquote, when you stop is because your normal is experiencing the side effects that is birth control. And so when you take that away, your body has to reset itself and it's now lacking this hormone that it's had for the last however many years. 13, 15 years. And for me, it was 12, I think, years that I was on birth control. And it took almost an entire year for my body to go, oh, I think that we can handle this now. Yeah. I heard a story of someone who went through the same thing, started birth control around 14, um was convinced she didn't like sex or was unable to enjoy it or that her body just didn't create, you know, the sensation of enjoying sex, which is not true, ladies. Just anyone tells well, you that. I used to tell you that I, I was like, I can't orgasm unless I'm doing it by myself. And you were like, we're going to talk about this because that's not how it works. Yeah. She, and she just didn't mention it to anybody. She just didn't say anything. She just thought, oh, that's just like my lot in life. Yeah, sex. Got off birth control. Sex well, is amazing. Well into being married to her husband, all of a sudden was like, oh my God. And like discovered sex for the first time. I feel like getting off birth control increased my sex drive. Yes, it does. Because it does. Because it but- does, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's eyes are getting really big, guys. Um, I'm just going to go back so we can keep track of our time. Oh my God. Yeah, please do. Oh, anyway. We're good. So this is so much t- for being a short episode. <laughs> I just, I just needed to share that because, I, I mean, every everyone has different stories. Everyone's experience is different. 
for some people, it's like really, truly a lifesaver, and that is still valuable, and I still think birth control should be available for everyone. And it is also a good treatment for things. Like, if you have severe endometriosis, one of the only ways to prevent that is to remove the organs, get pregnant, or get on birth control. Because the other thing that a lot of birth control does is it essentially tricks your body into thinking that it's already pregnant, which is why you're not ovulating, which is why you're not having your period, Mm. which messes with your body. Yeah. Like, that's a crazy amount of things to be happening when you're not growing an actual human. Yes. Yes. And to reiterate, we do this to growing bodies, like, not adults. Like, these are children who were, like... Like, I was was 15, and I... My brain already wasn't working correctly, and I am anxious and depressed, as we've discussed. (laughs) And then they went, oh, your, your periods hurt because you've had them for a year? And they're not regulated yet because you're not going through puberty. Here's a pill. Let me know how it goes. No wonder I slept for 15 hours a day. I hated everything. Ah, 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 ah. I do think, though, that if you are a young person who does want to be sexually active, discussing low dose hormone options with your medical provider or with someone from plain... Planned Parenthood is important because you want to use condoms and birth control in case one fails. You don't want to be a teen parent. Yes. There are options that are non-hormonal. There are options that are non-estrogen. There are options that are really low-dose estrogen. Find what works for you. Don't not take birth control because of horror stories because you don't want to get pregnant. Right. Or at least you want to be in control of when that happens. Right. Sorry. I feel strongly about not getting pregnant, but you don't have a baby until you have your high school degree, please. Um, but if that does happen to you, you are not worth any less. You deserve everything you want in life. And there are people and support systems that are out there. And you can still succeed. Yes. But if there are ways to prevent it, I recommend it. And I also just want to add that... If you, for some reason, start any kind of birth control and you're experiencing something like I was experiencing, which is just like uncontrollable, weird, crazy mood swings that feel really scary and unfamiliar to you, that might sound like a weird thing, but it's totally real. And if your doctor doesn't respond to the way that feels supportive... Find a new doctor. Yes. You just have to say, thank you very much. And when you're done with that appointment, you just go to an... Go to the receptionist and say, I need a new primary care person. And they find one for you. You don't have to give them a reason. You can just say, I didn't click with that other person. Yep. It's very easy and it's 100% worth it. And I would like to say that if you're feeling anything that Aaron just mentioned and you're not on birth control or other hormonal medications, please find a therapist. Yeah. Because <laughs> it can happen just as a side effect of life. And therapy is important and valid and nothing to be ashamed of. But we also know finding the right therapist can be hard. And yes. If, and if, you know, you're out there listening to this and you don't have anyone else to talk to about it, send us a message. Our Instagram DMs are open. <laughs> yes, they are. All right. And on that note, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Drink your water. Take your vitamins. Eat your vegetables. Go to therapy. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. All right. We're out? We are out.